0: Well, we have an exciting one today. We're back.
1: It's another Beer Mile podcast episode. You know what? I was telling Chris that we needed a new way to intro, because it's always like, welcome, Beer Mile Nation. Or you know, we got it, we got our classics, and I don't think we've ever used that one. So congratulations.
0: This is an exciting new day because. This is our first episode back in the studio.
1: We're giving each other handies under the table. You can't see it, but it makes the podcast all the better. You can't see it if you want. Check out the video version on YouTube. <laughs> no, we are back.
0: We got the green screen set up. We got the ring lights. We got the spotlight. We got three mics. We've got audio recording devices. The backups to the backups to the backups. We got a full studio up in this up in this B right here. I, I can't
1: tell if our studio is just expensive or OCD because it's like the amount of backup layers that we, <laughs> that we <laughs> well, have. Well, I think it's like a combination of a bunch
0: of uh very poorly thrown together, the cheapest things that you can find that are still quality enough to produce it, and you kind of like rig them all together in and a, then, like, a And weird then sometimes
1: way. you upgrade them and you're like, why would I get rid of the the, the lower thing. tier, yeah. yeah now, now it's like, just the backup audio. Let's
0: keep, yeah.
2: let's keep it. All.
0: <laughs> we upgrade the mic, so then the other mic that we had before becomes the backup mic. You know, just in case, th- like the other three mics all fail, then we have a fourth mic. I mean,
1: we have more. We have more contingency plans than like the United States. So,
0: uh, oh, for sure, absolutely,
1: yeah. And you know, Google Drive
0: is happy that we're taking up you know dozens of terabytes of data on there, just with all of our backups to our backups. So. Here we are. Uh, we have an episode today with Dirty Dergs, Emily Durgan, M. Durgan. Uh, Dirty Dirt. You know, depending Dirty. on what walk of life you know her from, she's known by all of those things. And this is fun. We talked about some, some things that Adam and I love. Gambling. Going to the casino. Uh, facts about Maine. Facts about Maine. Mila Kunis. Always a great oh, topic. Yeah. Golfing yeah. and running. Those two. And, and
1: specifically, you know, comparing the two of them. And dude, we've got speaking of which plug to the listeners, we've got some some golfing content coming out. We do. I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's TBD, gonna be
0: there. Adam and I are going on a little golf trip this weekend. So yeah. beware of what might pop up on the Insta stories over Lord. the course of the weekend. We'll yeah, we'll we'll see. It there, might get a little uh,
1: explicit. There is um somebody that might be able to beat Chris in a chug off. So that's the word. That's what I heard. I'll believe it when I see it. That's yeah. I think I think that's fair. I think that's
0: we'll fair. have to do a, a series of events. It's like you can't.
1: It's a the beer Olympics. It's a yeah, whole yeah, weekend. Yeah. So
0: like yeah. yeah, sure. Maybe he can beat me in a pint, but can I beat him in a double barrel? Can can who can win Edward forty hands? You know, like it's got to be like a best three of five, and we, we each gonna pick our our best two competitions. <laughs> yeah, and you we get, get, a your, wild advan- card you get your advantage. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll find out. TBD. Uh, we'll get into this discussion with M here very quick, very soon, but we got a couple things we want to hit on. First First of all, shout outs. We got some crew doing work over on Strava. So we've got this Beer Mile group. Look it up on Strava if you're not there yet. I think we've got Almost seven hundred people in this group. Shit, it's the best group on Strava. It's just called Beer Mile. It's got our. It's got Tinny, the little running guy. And when I look at this lead, leaderboard every week, so if you're in this group, just know that Adam and I scour this thing every
1: fucking day.
0: You make a. You make us feel inadequate because I think I'm like training well, crushing it, working hard, and then I go in here and there's people throwing down hundred mile weeks, and I'm like, wow, gosh, what am I doing? You know, I these are supposed to be beer milers Like, what are we doing running hundred mile weeks? I thought we were supposed to be running laps and drinking beers, and here we are running hundred mile weeks. And so,
1: the first shout out goes to Anna Stats, Stats. Yeah, every
0: week Anna just throwing down. It
1: fucking hurts me internally because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run. 10 miles this week and then Anna runs 100.
0: Yeah, nice. she's got one week under 100 miles in the last two months and it was a 91 mile week. So get over it, man. <laughs>
1: get over yourself.
0: Crushing it, Anna. Uh, our guy, Dave Mellie's in here. He's been putting in the work for Chicago Marathon. We're going to be cheering him on out on the race course. Got uh, a couple others up ooh, here. I, I, shout out ooh. Ryan Murphy, longtime listener. Ron- Ryan Murphy, longtime listener. First time, long time, or wait, long time, first time, whatever, whatever you say. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 keep shouting you out on here. We'll, we'll just know we're keeping track of those that are putting in the work on Strava, and it's and, not necessarily
1: the people at the top because uh, yours truly is not at the top. So I people, I see people who are relative to me.
0: Yeah, well, we're we're finding random people on this leaderboard and just commenting on their activities. We're sliding in there, giving you some love. <laughs> And so if you uh, want to be a part of that action, head on over to Strava and join our group beer mile. I don't know. Maybe we'll organize some group runs or something out of here at some point in the future. But for now, you're going to get some love from Adam and I on your activities. So I think that that's probably a temptation enough, right? Is that good enough? Probably I think is. so. Any other shout outs that we want to give this week? Trying to think of uh, any other action. Oh, the other shout out we'll give. The winners of the uh, Under Armour shoe giveaway. So thank mm-hmm. you to everyone who signed up for our Under Armour All Out Mile team. Uh, everyone who did it over the last two weeks. We gave away four free pairs of shoes. So shout out to, uh, and I'll, I'll do the instant names because it's funnier. Brett the Jet got his pair Brett of shoes. the jet. Ray OK got his pair of shoes. K. Bergen and uh, Macy Nicole got their shoes as well.
1: Macy grabbed a pair. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, we I I, last time I checked, I think was last night and we're winning by three. No, we're down again. We're down again. We're down again. Yeah. People, we it's
0: not that we aren't doing well. You guys are crushing it, but we got people crushing it even more than us and we can't accept that. every, Every Look at that. We're down by four. We're down by four.
1: And who is this? Who is this fucking Austin Marathon Group? Why we can't let just a marathon? Hey, we're like the Austin Marathon Group. Fuck you guys. We do
0: everything here in the Beer Mile Nation Group. We got milers, beer milers, marathoners. We got everyone. We got mountain runners. Just
1: sign. Like if you're gonna go walk your dog, sign up for this race. You'll get us to win. It's free. It's fifteen thousand dollars
0: to charity. Literally, it. Like li- literally, L- literally, <laughs>
2: literally <laughs>
0: <laughs> UAL mile.com slash beer mile nation. When you re- after you register that, I think the thing that some people are forgetting to do, and I, you know, have to um, reach out and, you know, assist a little bit because the website's a little confusing after you register. So you can clip to, s- you can click to skip syncing your device if you want, if you just want to speed things up. So it literally takes 15 seconds to sign up. You got to actually go to the tab though that says Teams search for beer. You'll see beer mile nation and you got to click join the team. That that's the step that I think some people are missing. Make sure you do that. Uh, we want everyone to participate in the race as well, but if you can't participate in the race, please just sign up anyway, because it's going to help us donate $15,000 to charity.
1: Dude, I have this, I have a, I have a burning question. Okay. Fire it. Jax, are you cooking onions? There's dude, onions being cooked. Dude, in my the eyes rooms. hurt so much. You can you can sense <laughs> can, it over I here. I can feel it, yeah. Oh,
0: the eyes are tearing <laughs> up. The chef's in the kitchen doing her magic on some onions. And she kind of operates
1: it. You got yourself a chef plus a videographer plus a. She's multifaceted. She's, she's crushing it back there. Absolutely. Closing out on this all out mile plug, we
0: are going to have a race for the Chicagoans in person. So it's a virtual event. Anyone can sign up all over the world. But in Chicago, we're going to do a little race somewhere. TBD on the location exactly, probably at the Montrose track in Chicago. Uh, For those of you that are in the city, well, you'll know where that is. Uh, The week of October 4th. So probably like the week nights of October 7th or 8th, I believe, is what we're looking at. So keep it open on the calendar. Evening, probably 6 p.m. ish.
1: If you know people here, if you live here, hit them up. I mean, Word on the street is we're putting it all on the company card for the drinks afterwards. Yeah, yeah,
0: there might be a little meetup sesh <laughs> afterwards. Uh, a little underground, off the record, beer mile nation meetup post race, yeah, only game, for the beer mile nation, not for the rest of these Under Armour uh, All Out Mile participants that aren't on the beer. Mile Absolutely
1: nation not, team. absolutely. But yeah, not.
0: there might be some drinks included with uh, with your race on the track, competing and or or just spectating. Might might be able to. You know, actually,
1: that would be hype if if we had a ton of spectators. That would be great it because is then the
0: people racing will actually have a lot of people cheering them on. Yeah, so that yeah. would be great too. Bring bring your friends, your family, bring your the dogs, squad, your your guinea pigs, your snakes, your whoever else you want to. Your uh, giant Arm- your giant printouts of people's heads Ooh, on cardboard. Yeah, all those things I get the get the people hyped.
1: And something else, you know, some th- some things and something, something. and So anyway, here's Emily Durgan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cry every time you cut your onions? Well, skip that shit. Never nick your sack with Manscaped.
0: <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped, the official ball hugger of the Beer Mile podcast. We got the Manscaped performance boxer briefs, the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, the... Dude, uh, what do I, I? God, I'm blanking on all the funny names. Right I now.
1: have a proposal for a product from Manscaped, because they make not only such good hair trimmers, but also big fan of their boxers, their performance mm-hmm. underwear. Mm-hmm. I think you know, for the winter in Chicago, it gets quite cold. You got the wind chill could be negative twenty. I True. don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know, as a male, you, you put the sock underneath your clothes you put them you put it over your member yep i think manscaped should come up with a specific like you know how you have casing a casing for your wiener yeah like not not quite like a casing but you know how you have like a snuggie you put your arms yeah, through yeah, and yeah. you just sit on the couch i need one of those for for my boys when i go out for a run so I mean that's basically what underwear is
0: but you're saying specifically just the frontal coverage like an additional layer of frontal coverage is yeah, what you're yeah yeah yeah. So so how about what if what if they just make the performance boxers but the front has material that's like fleece in the front or some, or like a windbreaker or oh,
1: like a like a winter version like, like of a, the underwear. Yeah the yeah the sure. outer
0: version of just and so like the back the back material and the leg material is still the same so it's very not very breathable much. yeah very yeah. breathable but just around the boys you got like an outer layer that's like a windbreaker and then the inside which is like a nice fleece I like that oh that'd be great how
1: many times do you get back home and you're literally just like you have your hands down there in the shower in the warm ass shower because you're like it might fall off I gotta keep it and it's bad to have that shock
0: of like going from extreme cold to extreme hot it's super painful yeah man an
1: untapped market
0: you're welcome, Manscaped. We'll uh, maybe have to negotiate a higher invoice price on the next <laughs> month because we just gave you a free product idea. Uh, I mean, that's who
1: we are, you know. We're product guys. We, you
0: know what we we do right by our sponsors, by our advertisers. We always have, we always will go above and beyond for them. So, Manscaped, we got the exclusive twenty percent off in free shipping with our code Beer no spaces, for anything on Manscaped.com. A pair of boxers. Your trimmers, your aftershaves, anything that you could need. The cologne,
1: I got it all. My plan uh, for my underwear drawer is every time I want to replace one of my boxers, I just put it in the trash and then I order the performance underwear from Manscape.
0: Honestly, I'm on board with that because it works for everything. Like part of the, and this is serious, like part of the issue with underwear is like some of it is like comfy for day to day, but I wouldn't wear it like under my Half tights ice. or anything yep. to like run. Exactly. And so then it's like, okay, so I like dirty the pair during the day and then I put on a different pair to run. I dirty those too. It's like, why couldn't why shouldn't I be able to just wear a pair that's comfortable enough to sit in all day that I'm not like scrunched up in then that also does work for like keeping things secure when I'm running. It's like yeah. the, it's like honestly, it's perfect. I all, love it.
1: It's literally all all terrain performance underwear. It
0: is. It's an yeah. It's an all terrain vehicle. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> these these nuts are an all terrain. You don't have to buy
0: vehicle. your Ferrari for the road and then also your ATV for the off road. And no, it's in your Humvee. It's it's just you just you're, get the all in one.
1: <laughs> your cock and balls. It's a daily driver. I mean, let's be real.
0: <laughs> Man, we talk about these a lot, but you know what? It, they honestly are the best, you yeah. know? And I've been shaving my legs, not afraid to admit it. I love shaving my legs. But shaving good. my legs with the Lawnmower 4.0 for several months now, ever since we started this partnership with Manscaped.
1: Oh, dude, putting nothing better. And I think this is where females finally understand uh, men shaving. Nothing better then putting your legs underneath like a big comforter or a pair of jeans and it feels smooth instead of like tugging. Yep. Feels amazing.
0: That's a proper night's sleep for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Proper night's sleep. That's proper. I have a special message for Mr. Durgan, Emily Durgan's father. If you're listening, we got you for at least one pair of the performance boxers and I'll personally throw in a lawnmower 4.0 just because we heard you're a good guy and you're a big main guy big main
0: guy all the beer that you can drink if you uh let us come meet you we'd love to meet you uh Emily had great things to say about you and so we'd love to spend some time out on the boat drinking some beers enjoying ourselves and do some, get, to, get to see the sights of Maine. I don't, think,
1: um, I don't think lake boats get barnacles on them, but like we'll, we'll mm. scrub them off. You we'll know? scrub that's, it all off. We'll that's work what for boat, it. boat people do, right? You like scrub, scrub barn. your barnacles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I know about barnacles is Barnacle Boy. <laughs> barnacle My Boy. My guy, Barnacle <laughs> Boy. Speaking of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, let's get into this conversation with Emily Durgan, AKA M. AKA Dirgs,
1: Dirty Dirgs.
0: Well, welcome. the beer mile podcast and uh, it's a little unfortunate to see that you're drinking wine instead of beer but you know i guess we'll let you off easy on this one um and it's a good thing that you have some wine because we have so many spicy questions today you're gonna be sweating like crazy just shaking your boots so uh yeah buckle up and get ready for some super spicy topics if you're okay with that
3: (laughs) awesome yeah (laughs) Thanks for having me on and um, I'm sure I can handle everything. When you guys invited me on, I almost responded and was like, "Is it okay that I'm not a beer drinker? Can I still come <laughs> on the pod?" Uh, but yeah, so sorry for all the listeners, I'm I'm not a beer drinker. I like my my red wine and my rosé, but yep, yeah, nope, not not really into into beer. But I'm here and I'm excited.
1: <laughs> we can we can forgive you for that. That's okay. My first question is so we because of our inside knowledge of your uh super secret name Dirty Dirgs what's like what's what do you go by M, em, emily dirgs like what's your favorite <laughs> moniker cuz i feel like you have a lot a lot of nicknames
3: wow okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so <laughs> I, I know that that's funny. Like, cause actually my boyfriend Preston asked how dirty Dirgs even happened. And honestly, like the first time that even happened, I feel like I was in uh, like middle school, high school, like my first time going to like a running camp. It happened at like running camp. I don't know how, but yeah, that was like the first thing. And then it carried over to to high school and college and college. I was always dirgs, and my college um, group was always dergs and then yeah it kind of just continued on when i joined new balance boston with with dergs and Durgan, and and then that carried over to flagstaff so uh, that's how it goes but yeah i don't mind i don't mind dergs or Durgan or or m but uh how it all started i i'm not quite sure i don't know i i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
0: Very nice. I uh, think
3: that I was pretty innocent.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it, it looked like you and Preston got to enjoy some time at the end of the season, some downtime in Vegas. Uh yeah, how how was that trip? Did you get to truly unwind and enjoy yourself there?
3: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So I convinced him. So at first he was kind of like, let's just do two nights. Like two nights is more than enough in Vegas. And I was like, come on, like let's do three by the time I fly and get in. So we ended up compromising and doing three because I want you to do three. <laughs> That's
2: how it goes. Um, he goes out of compromise. properly. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, we had a lot of fun. We stayed at Aria. We went to um, a show one night. We gambled a little bit, had some nice dinner. And yeah, we just kind of did the whole thing. Whole Vegas thing and in three nights was was honestly more than enough. I was I was ready to leave by Friday. <laughs>
1: what's
3: the uh, what's the gambling game of choice?
0: What? Yeah, gambling game of choice.
3: Yeah, yeah. So roulette uh, was definitely big um for for us I get really addicted to the slot machines and they have um crazy rich crazy rich Asians is like one of like the new games um that they have They, they actually now that I now that I've played it in Vegas. Now I keep getting like um like radio ads for it that they have like ones at the casinos here in Arizona. So I was like, press, we got we gotta go. They have the crazy rich Asian <laughs> game here here in Arizona. So but yeah, I I lost like way too much money in, on that stupid slot machine. So anyways, yeah, we just had fun with with Roulette and and the crazy rich Asian It's <laughs> <Yeah.
1: game. laughs> Is Roulette like a game that you, you have a good chance at winning? I actually don't know. I, I've never I mean, it.
0: it's like similar i mean kind of blackjack roulette craps they're all like you don't have a 50 50 chance you have mm-hmm. less than a 50 50 but it still is like reasonable enough that you could win like mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to lose every single time they want you to stick around it's, keep it's better than the slots yeah, yeah i okay. probably better than the it, slots what was this like a high roller slots or were were you were you betting like 500 per uh per poll or are you betting like a cent at a time what what are we talking for the stakes on this
3: yeah. Well in Vegas, they don't let you do one cent. Like I think the lowest is like 60 cents per, you know, so 20 bucks goes really quick there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause there are some slots that you can bet like five cents at a time, but the lowest in Vegas is, is like, I don't remember what it was. I think like 60 cents is probably the lowest you can really go. Um, But yeah, so 20 bucks would go so fast. And then you're like, Oh, so then you put another 20 in and, you know yeah. how it goes uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but rou- <laughs> roulette uh, most of the time we just did like black or red so we didn't get really fancy with everything else I honestly same with Preston we didn't quite understand or don't I don't know all like because there's yeah. people that will like do it throughout all the numbers and whatever all that whatever that means but pretty much we just did black or red and we ended up b- pretty much coming away even with that because we'd be down and we'd get back up to where we started and then we kind of walked away. He He's yeah. much better than I am with that, but yeah. long story short, it was, it was a fun, fun <laughs> vacation and, and within driving distance to, to Arizona. So yeah, we had our, we had our fun and, um, I don't know, I call it cheap entertainment, you know, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the you, end of the day, if you come away and yeah.
1: you're like, well, I got four hours of entertainment exactly. for free basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Okay. It, it's just like, you know,
0: it's never even. Yeah. <laughs> so you always- it's, yeah, yeah. It's more It's more like, oh, I only lost like a hundred bucks, a hundred dollars for the entertainment for the day or, I mean, or five hundred, whatever the number is. You know. Time yeah. we, <laughs> last
1: time we gambled in Arizona, we both walked away positive. We did. We did. But that's not every wow. time. Wow. It's definitely yeah. not every time. <laughs> yeah. So what, what you was...
2: Think of-
0: Yeah, (laughs) I was just going to say, what was the scene in Vegas like right now with, uh, I mean, obviously with COVID still being a thing, was it, uh, was it bumping? Like, were there a lot of people there? Like what were you, were they still walking around with free drinks while you're playing the slot machines? Uh, like, yeah. How was the overall vibe?
3: Yeah. So I was actually like very surprised. Like when Preston told me that they were requiring masks everywhere, I thought he was just telling me that because he was going to make me wear one everywhere. Um, (laughs) But we got there and that is like the reason that they've been able to stay open is you have to wear masks everywhere. So in all the resorts, in all the casinos, you have to have a mask on. They're enforcing it. Um, The show we went to, you're wearing a mask. Um, obviously like when you have a drink, you can like lower your mask and take a drink, but there, there are servers like walking around to serve you drinks. So that's all still normal. Um, but honestly, like the reason that they've been able to stay open is because they've been probably so strict with, with their mask mandate, which I mean, we were fine with it was, yeah, yeah, it, it was, um, it was pretty, pretty, um, pretty busy overall, I would say, uh, we left Friday. So we were there Tuesday to Friday. So the big weekend wave was coming in. Um, so yeah, you could kind of see like when we were checking out a lot of people were arriving, but we asked, um, at the hotel and they said, yeah, it's, it's picking up and it's been pretty busy. So overall pretty normal, normal scene and the shows are picking up. So, so yeah. Yeah, but I was very surprised that the mask mandate was very strict and enforced. But again, we had no issues with that because you kind of feel I felt a bit safer.
0: Right. That's good that they're, that Mm -hmm. they are doing that. I kind of figured it was something like they just say it to make it look good and then they don't actually enforce it. But it's good that they're, they're, they're following through on it at least. So that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. And you also did it right too. It's it's really nice to be in Vegas on the weekend and like when it's super busy, super bumping, but it's Mm -hmm. also, then it's like impossible to like get a seat at a table to play Mm -hmm. table games and to get a uh, seat at the slots. So I think you did it right by going on some weekdays. That kind of works out well. You don't have to like fight the crowd too much.
3: Totally. Yeah. And we got to go to all the nice restaurants. Oh, one other thing, like no buffets or anything like that. So, Uh um, I yep. didn't get to experience the cool like buffet thing but um yeah so we got reservations super easy into into the nice restaurants and all that so we did what I what I wanted to do and uh got out of there before before the huge crowds I mean I I could care less about being around a bunch of
0: people
1: yeah yeah. you you got (laughs) the las vegas caliber yeah (laughs) yeah
3: yeah
0: (laughs) okay you got me thinking food now so you you've got a buffet Mm -hmm. situation like what Mm -hmm. are you stocking your plate with in a typical buffet situation, are you like going to the, I don't even know, the, the meats, the, the salads, the desserts, the like, what, what are you going for Chocolate at the buffet? Pudding. Yeah, the pudding. Chocolate you know. pudding every day. <laughs> oh, God, just, oh. I mean, come on, you got to think like the ice cream or the cake over the pudding. But anyway. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, little, we used to do family, like big family trips to Mexico. So I always loved like the all you can eat buffet and like the yeah. desserts were always my favorite because you like take everything and you try a little bit of, and normally they look better than they taste. Um, so most of the time you're like very disappointed, <laughs> but then yes. you find one <laughs> that you really like, <laughs> uh, but that was always the case. Like me and my cousins would just like get one of everything and and just, yeah. But as like a food category, definitely like more like Asian type, you know, the, the pad thai, the rice, the anything that's like Asian fusion cuisine is, is my like go-to. So a good like Chinese buffet.
1: I always feel so guilty when I order a pad thai because I feel like that's like the equivalent of going there and getting a starbucks you know because <laughs> it's just like too basic like yeah, you can, you can get basic. it anywhere yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. my fallback but I, I try to stray from that every now and then yeah mm. but, but chinese food is
0: also something you don't really make on your own at home it's always something yeah. that you get out so yeah. like it's a good buffet food it's you
1: True. can get the get For a sure. variety try a little bit of everything it's all good right <laughs> so i'm i'm curious about uh about preston and I mean, it sounds like you've just got. My first question was, "Who wore the pants?" But uh, certainly, he wear he might wear the golfing pants. Um, my second question, follow up on on golfing. What's it like dating another professional athlete?
3: Yeah. Um, so when we we met, when I moved to Flagstaff in the winter, well, spring of 2019. Um, met on Bumble. So big, big fan of Bumble out there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Shout out to Bumble. Sponsor me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it was honestly, like it has been very great because he understands the balance between, you know, traveling and training and being tired and all that. But what's also been really awesome to see him do over the last 12 months is kind of, Um, get into his next career. So he is um, full-time in real estate now, and he has been crushing it um, and doing really great in like the Phoenix and Flagstaff area. And he's even recruited a few of my fellow running buddies to join in under him to kind of, yeah, um, it's also a great career that does match well with being a professional athlete because you can do as much or as little as you want. So when he first took the course. He's like, I don't know how much I'm going to be doing this. I'm still on tour and playing and all that. And then the pandemic hit and he wasn't playing at all. So, um, he kind of dove into a bit more and yeah, so it's, it's been a really, really cool to see him kind of transition over the past year. At the same time, he's super supportive about everything. Cause obviously for the past yeah. seven years, he's been full on in, in his sport after college. So yeah. it's overall. I'm very fortunate to be with someone that's not necessarily a professional runner, but understands what it's like to be trying to, um, yeah, kind of follow your dream. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. So is, is he, what exactly is he doing with real estate? Is he like, just, listing houses selling houses he also like flipping them doing renovations like what sort of work is he doing and also you mentioned people under is he working with uh matt lano is one of his people okay because i know matt matt Uh talked about that as well as he's getting into real estate so that's that's funny okay they're working together
3: they're working together yeah so um they are so it's uh the brokerage is called exp um so that's who like Press signed with. And um, yeah, so he's like an agent. So he rep- represents people buying and selling. Um, and that's kind of the first and foremost thing. And then at the same time, he's also, he's gotten to the point where he's like a mentor. So now he can bring on new agents. So he brought on like Matt and Brandon, and they like work underneath him. So, you know, if they need help, they call, they look, they call Preston and that's kind of how it, how it works. And Yeah. So, uh, big term, long-term, like big vision. Like we, we want to eventually have more property and, um, like rental short-term and long-term and, uh, something that we kind of want to do together in like the Flagstaff and Phoenix area. So that's kind of the long, long long-term goal to have more, more rental
1: properties. I'll I'll keep your, both of your numbers just on lock Mm -hmm. for whenever I want to inevitably move to Flagstaff. Yeah.
0: When I get my vacation home in Flagstaff, I'll be, uh, I'll be looking, looking. (laughs) So I
3: know. Yeah. So
0: is it as sexy as it is on HGTV? Is it is it uh you know he's he Preston's in the house like sledgehammering the wall out and you know putting in the tile himself? Is it that sexy or is it uh is it a little more administrative than that?
3: <laughs> yeah, well honestly both Matt and Preston are like so good at at um like home renovations. Like they so we Preston and I bought our condo in 20 2019 yes the fall so before everything got like crazy expensive um now looking back we're like gosh we should have bought like two um but so Preston did completely uh do our condo on his own so he was literally like yeah like demoing the kitchen and did all that and so he can do it um I don't I think it's awesome, but I didn't love like living in it. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> so there was about like three weeks where I was just so miserable. I was like, my kitchen is all torn up. But anyways, that was kind of during the pandemic, it kind of gave him something to do. But uh, now he's so busy that he has no time to to be, yeah, doing that kind of stuff. But, um, him and Matt both, they, they can completely gut a house and, and do it on their own, which saves a lot of money. So not, yeah. not everyone has that, uh, that quality.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Major props. Yeah. Have you, um, yeah. with him being a, like, have have you ever taken him on a run and has he ever taken you to a golf course?
3: Oh, yeah. So, well, he not like he doesn't run with me, but we have a nice bike. So um, especially in the fall, like nice doubles, he he will hop on the bike and come for for like a 30 minute uh, double in the evening, which is really nice because you know how doubles are you like really don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's nice to have someone on the bike to kind of talk to and like play music. So he'll do that. And then as for golf, I'm terrible at golf. And I think it more like frustrates him if I try to go and play with him because, and I just like, I don't know, it's not much fun, but we do have a par three course next to our condo and flag. So if we get like a few couples together, like that's kind of fun because a par three, you really can't mess up that much. And, um, so we, we will do that sometimes, but, uh, I know he always like wants me to come like sit in the cart, and, but it's so hot in Phoenix. <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah. Just like baking in the sun all day. I've, yeah, I've never met someone like yeah. it always sounds like a good idea to whoever's going and actually playing, but I've never heard anyone agree to just sitting in the cart for the whole like, for three right. yeah, yeah. yeah, it is kind yeah. of, miserable. yeah. So,
0: so what's, let's be honest, like what, what's harder as a professional athlete, golf or running, Wh- which is a harder sport to be a pro in
3: a hundred okay he's gonna disagree but a hundred percent running um I don't know but I I just think that it takes so much right it has so much more I don't know like it's just like how many people have gone out for like an 18 mile like long run you know just go do that and then come back to me like that's like the norm for us so um Yeah. yeah but anyways it's it's pretty wild. Like if you, it's hard. Yeah. Pat Casey actually said it like super well. Cause like you can, you can go on like an easy run with anyone and like, we can slow down and like run easy and you really don't know how good we are. But then mm-hmm. like there was one summer where Pat went out and golfed with Preston and he's like, you just go and play. And it's just like, you can tell how good they are. Like our down. score. And um, Right. Like you'd have to like come and maybe watch like a really, really key workout to be like, Oh, okay. Like they're, they're like next level, but golfing, like, it's just so like, you just go and watch and play like two holes and you're like, okay, like that's next level. Um, okay. so like Pat K- Casey said that really well, like last summer. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a little bit interesting between the two sports. Cause you can kind of like dumb down running for anyone, but golf, like you don't really, you can't really like, just
0: play off. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I was wondering because golf, it seems like you, you probably spend more time. I don't know. You probably spend more time like practicing for golf because it's not like you're going to get like an overuse injury. Like you're out there for more hours, I guess you could say like running is more intense for the time you're doing it, but maybe more off time. Um, but I don't know, like the fact that in running you have to sacrifice like so much stuff out in the rest of your life. Like you can't be like going out, I don't know, partying or like, you got to watch what watch, what you eat, like all that sort of stuff. I feel like golfers like don't necessarily have to do that as much. Maybe that's just my perception.
1: Maybe uh, the top golfers oh, are actually watching,
0: mean, watching what they're doing a little bit. As, but. as
1: much as golf and baseball have evolved to actually be athletic. Like you can still get away with being fat and playing baseball <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 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 Like, it's still, yeah, it's a, di- it's a different kind of athleticism, yeah. but Yeah,
3: I can agree with that, but I will, I will agree with like, it is that that is one thing that Preston did say, like when he was training full time, the amount of hours that he was training a day are so much greater than like what we do, you know, like we have our morning workout like three hours, but yeah, I guess it's because there's so many more things that you can work on like technique wise, Mm -hmm. but then again, like the, the small things like the eating and sleeping, I guess it wouldn't be, it's not going to really matter as much so yeah, yeah i mean i think he would he would definitely agree with everything you just said because we definitely <laughs> talked about that <laughs> it is more hours for sure yeah
0: yeah so earlier this year you made a sponsor switch from under armor to adidas uh, mm-hmm. curious if you could give us some of the some of the background and details on this and and uh this this episode of the beer mile podcast actually is sponsored by the under armor all out Mile, but that does not mean that we aren't afraid to shit on them. So this is an open forum. <laughs> say whatever you want to say. Uh, we're, we're promoting the event, not Under Armour. So no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, what what uh, what led to that that transition from from one sponsor to another? And especially in a in a year uh, that's such a, I guess, critical year. Not that every year isn't important, but in an Olympic year, you know, leading into the Olympic trials, uh, making that switch at that time.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would never shit on Under Armour. I (laughs) wouldn't be where I'm at now if it wasn't for Under Armour. Um, Under Armour was like my first real professional contract. So... Um, little background. I graduated from UConn and ran well at the conference level, but never made it on the national scene and, um, went to New Balance, Boston, kind of on a whim. I wanted to continue running, but I didn't quite know how to do that. So I had a few, well, Abby D'Agostino's little sister was my college roommate. So I had a little in there, basically, Sold myself to Mark Coogan and asked him if I could join his group and train with his girls. So yeah, so kind of that's how I got into like the professional running scene, and then was able to sign with Total Sports in 2018. And then that's when kind of I did the whole Contract thing and Under Armour um, was the ones that were building a group in Flagstaff, and they were able to um, offer me my first professional contract. So, anyways, that's how I got into professional running and living in Flagstaff and building this group in Flag, which was amazing. And I was all in, a hundred percent for. And yeah, so we started the process of building a group, bringing in athletes, and um, Stephen Haas was kind of the brains behind it and was coached under him. And then in 2020, the pandemic happened and all that, I re-signed with Under Armour for like another four years. So through 2024 and big goals of running a marathon and, and all, all of that. And then the whole like shoe game happened. <laughs> um yeah. and I I like stayed very Naive, I didn't quite know because I hadn't run like half marathon or anything like a full marathon, so mm-hmm. I didn't know that shoes could really change how fast you ran. I, you know, I was still just happy that I was working as a professional runner, that was like my job. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was kind of happening during COVID, and, and Under Armour was like on the ball, like, we were trying to develop a shoe, and I was behind the scenes, like working on a a distant shoe. And that was so much fun because I got to like give a lot of feedback and we were trying to develop um, a marathon shoe, which I knew eventually that I would run in when I ran my first marathon. And yeah, so that kind of was all happening. And then fast forward to the Olympic year, these track spikes started to like come out and everyone wanted to run in Nike shoes. So Under Armour, um, just because of what they stand for, they could not allow their athletes to run in a competitor's brand. Mm. Um, and I think that that's amazing. So they basically said to all of their track and field athletes competing in the Olympic trials, if you want to run in a competitor's shoe, then we are going to suspend your contract Mm. and you will become a free agent and you can run in whatever shoe you want and you can do whatever you want, but you know, you're not being paid by us or anything. And I was like, Oh, why would anyone like do that? Like, I'm going to run in my Under Armour shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I need to get paid. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so I, I mean, this, it's not like secret, like the story I can tell anyone. So I, you know, I didn't pause my contract. I decided to continue to run in Under Armour and, um, you know, stay with my sponsor and more and more athletes started to come out saying that we we are very thankful that Under Armour is allowing us to do this and in order for us to reach our full potential, you know, running in the Mm -hmm. best shoes that we believe is possible, yada, yada, yada. So a bunch of, a bunch of athletes made these like statements, um, why they were running not in Under Armour at the trials. And, um, after the trials, it's when my agent came to me and was like, you know, like you can still suspend your contract as we're moving forward, going into, into another big year world year with right. um with like the running shoes and everything um you know there's there's certain brands that are interested in you um and i was like really yeah
1: uh
3: long story short because other athletes came out and said that under armor was allowing athletes to do this brands jumped on that and were like oh you know, she can get out of her contract. Would she come with us? So yeah. Anyways, it helped me a lot when certain athletes did this other doors opened for me and it just made sense moving forward. There was like this opportunity presented to me that I couldn't, couldn't let down. And I feel very grateful for what Under Armour did up until this point, but with me focusing on the longer distance and going to a company that already had shoes um was like huge like I wouldn't that was like a big thing like I wasn't gonna leave Under Armour and go to another brand that was kind of in the same boat as Under Armour so Adidas um just made sense to me they I I liked their shoes I knew their shoes worked for me so it just kind of all fell in place and that's kind of how how it all happened and how I was able to switch sponsors kind of at what people would think is kind of a weird time
0: yeah god that's so Mm -hmm. it seems like a terrible decision from my perspective from from under armor to to do that because they've they've spent the the time and energy to like in your case like build this team in flagstaff sign Mm -hmm. you for four years and then all of a sudden they're gonna say like and, and pretty much every other brand said that athletes could run in the nike shoes for the olympic year uh if they wanted to like on did that uh, Brooks did that. All these other brands did that. So it just seems so weird to me that they would be willing to just take the risk of everyone leaving all the people that they work to build and sign and just like letting them out of their contract in the middle of it. I don't know. I There's probably other things behind the scenes that I'm not sure of what's going on, but it, it just, I don't know. It seems very weird. It seems like a big lost uh, opportunity for them. And I guess good for good for the athletes that were able to find like yourself, find, find other mm-hmm. deals that made more sense long-term versus being locked into something. Um, that's just, that's just interesting to me that that was the business decision that they came to. And they, they, they weren't willing yeah. to, also not willing to invest in like betting on themselves to be able to develop a competing shoe. Like if they, if they really believed in themselves, they could have said, uh, like athletes, you can race in whatever shoe you want this year. And we promise by you know 2022 that we're going to have a competitor to the to the dragonfly and to the next percents and or whatever else we're going to we're going to work on reverse engineering it by then or whatever, whatever exactly the process would be.
3: Yeah. And, and they did, they did do, do that. Um, so there are a lot of athletes that decided to pause their contracts to run in competitor shoes and then, um, you know, and then are going to go back to the brand okay. because that was also a part of it. Like just because you were suspending your contract, didn't mean that you couldn't like come back to the brand. Okay. It was just like when you are racing in shoes that aren't ours, we can't pay you. It's a breach of contract essentially. um yeah so they were kind of it was more you know it was more kind of the whole umbrella of Under Armour it's kind of how what they do for every single athlete they're not gonna let uh like a basketball player or any other athlete do that so that's kind of like as a brand what they stand for so they had to let that trickle down to running and we couldn't get like special treatment so I totally like acknowledge that and think that that's great as the brand and yeah, there's athletes that are, um, still gun- still under armor athletes. They still wore all the kit and everything. Um, and you know, the, the shoe is obviously I'm still close with everyone. Um, yeah. so Matt has showed me the updates on the shoe and he's been racing in it and it looks great and attracts spikes coming. So yeah, they basically them doing that was like kind of them saying like, we're confident that, you know, if you guys don't want to be with us, like we can get other athletes that will be with us and will run in our shoes. So, um, I think it's, it will work out great for, for Under Armour and for past Under Armour athletes, because yeah, no, they're going to bring in, you know, top athletes and they're going to have great shoes and, um, and athletes that, that were able to, to sign with, other brands were able to do that, so I think it, at the end of the day, they they made the right decision, and um, yeah, I think it's gonna work out the best for the brand.
0: Well, they lost you, so I think they still made the wrong decision, <laughs> in my opinion. So it's still know, the wrong decision.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I'm I'm sure they were they were a little upset about that, and stuff, um, <laughs> with me, yeah, and Rachel and all that. But hey, yeah. you know, I think. At the end of the day, like it's it's a business, and um, right. you know, I I made a business decision, and that's what it comes down to. Like this is not only is it you know my my running career, but it's also like financially my career, and I'm exactly. trying to to look out for like 40 year old Emily, and this just happened to be the dis- decision I made that's going to personally, I think, be the best financially in 20 years from now.
1: Absolutely. Impressed. Living till 40 sounds like a myth. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so yeah, why are you so worried about that far in the future? <laughs> so, so then with, uh, I guess with the under or with the Adidas uh, sponsorship, then do you, mm-hmm. what, what are your uh, terms as far as, you know, where you train, like, is it really flexible and you get to kind of choose your own path as far as where you train, who you train with, uh, et cetera, kind of over time, like say you want to make switches and all of that, is it all kind of open-ended from that aspect?
3: Yeah. Well, people are going to be like, this girl has run for every brand, has trained with every coach. I'm trying like not to be that way. When when you see that I was like New Balance and then Under Armour Adidas and I had like Mark and then Steven and now Terrence, like people are going to be like, what is wrong with this girl? But I swear it's not like, it's not because anything was going wrong. Like, you know, like it just, it just was kind of where life was, was pushing me. And again, like, uh, came down to like the best overall place. And, um, yes, but back to the original question, (laughs) I'm with Adidas now I'm being coached by Terrence. Um, I am living in Flagstaff full time and I will do trips to San Diego occasionally for sea level training, but yeah, I, um, that's kind of how it will go. My life won't change a ton. Um, total sports is still my, agent and management yeah. company and they work really well with Terrence and a lot of his athletes already so my life's not going to change a whole lot um, other than yeah running in in a different uh, uniform and shoes
1: <laughs> we might have to send you you know how they have those things uh, it's like the map of the world but you can scratch mm. scratch countries yeah. we, should, we should send you like a, a thing of coaches and uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> It's only three. It's right. not even that many. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I know I I, I, I
1: feel totally like it's
0: I feel like that's actually pretty common. I mean, there are yeah. definitely people that are like with one brand for life, but I don't know. Thinking of like people we had on recently, Will Lear, he's been with Brooks, Nike, and Under Armour now. So it's like it's yeah, not that fair. uncommon. It's pretty right. common.
3: <laughs> no, no. And I and like and I you know, and I have great things to say about New Balance, Under Armour and Adidas, and same with like Mark yeah. Coogan, Steven and now Terrence. So it's not like that because there was something totally wrong with that it's yeah I think it was wasn't
1: so you said you had great kind things of, to yeah. say. Um, what are mm-hmm. what are some maybe not so great things you have to say about friends of the pod Bailey and Shayla
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I miss them so much that's what, it was funny Preston came up to flag last weekend and he's like Gosh, it's so sad. I feel like everyone's left. Like nobody's here anymore. It's like yeah. Barry and Shayla are gone, and and it's just and yeah. So um, I have nothing bad to say about them, other than I. I'm very upset that they decided to go live their lives and leave Flagstaff, number, number. <laughs> um, but no, super, super proud and excited for them. I messaged with Shayla recently, and she's doing super well, and um, her team loves her, and she loves them, and and things are kind of all seem like they're working out there, and then awesome opportunity for Bailey um out in Notre Dame and that is huge like who gets their first coaching gig at like a university like that yeah exactly I mean it's kind of like comical so obviously she is on a very good path (laughs) um but um selfishly it's I'm a little upset that they're not not around anymore
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Flagstaff mm-hmm. is still the, still a running hub, probably the running hub with Boulder. So I think you'll, you'll find plenty yeah. of people to, to train with. Um, so we have a fun game that we want to get into mm-hmm. uh, about your home state. Uh, but, but one mm-hmm. other thing I wanted to ask to kind of close out on some of the running, running questions here. So you it up on the roads this summer, um, com- did a lot of races on the roads after the Olympic trials. So I guess, well, fir- first question is how, how, were the Olympic trials, you got ninth there and it was super hot. Like how did that race in general, um, I guess, play out and was it, was it enjoyable in any way to, to go out there and, you know, su- suffer in the heat and all of that, uh, as part of the, that race, I mean, placing ninth, had really, really good placing. And then coming back strong this summer with all the road races as well. So yeah, curious to hear about your experience there.
3: Yeah, thanks. Um, honestly, the the trials for me was just fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was ranked like last. Like, I, I, They originally were going to do two heats and I right. was so upset that I was going to end up being in the second heat because I mm-hmm. didn't run another 10K. Um, my time was from like December of the year before. Yeah. So we were like, eh, we, we have a time, it's not going to matter. And then everyone started running these crazy fast 10Ks. And then it was like 10 days before like the trials like, oh, they're doing two heats now. So I was like super bummed going into it. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to go all the way to the trials and be in like the second heat. Like that's just no fun. Um, but everything worked out as it always does. And um, <laughs> it was one heat and yeah. So for me, there was just no pressure going into it. It was just kind of about having fun. I thrive in like hot, humid, nasty conditions because I can just see everyone else like freaking out around me. So another reason why I love summer road racing is because you just, you know, it's not those perfect california nights where we're gonna go rip off 74s for 25 like i just i don't really enjoy that that's not racing to me that's yeah i yeah let's just like we could do this in practice at home let's so um yeah so it was just fun it was just racing it was just kind of picking off people and i'd see like one person start to like get closer to me and i'd like catch up to them so um was I going there to make my first team? No, I wasn't. I was going there just to experience the Hayward magic and get in the mix and it left me wanting more and excited for 3 years from now. So overall it was it was just fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I like that mentality and it was fun to see you just dive into races all summer long too. I feel like so many so many runners are, you know, all in on the one race and then they stop mm-hmm. racing and they don't, you, you don't really see them that often racing throughout the year. So it was cool that you just got to hit up the racing circuit all summer, cash in on some, you know, a bunch of top three finishes at the USATF races and just get to have some fun with it too. It was, that was uh, really fun to follow along.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, you trained so hard all year for this fitness. Like I had been working my butt off since December of 2020 and then obviously the trials was, in my mind, this is like the beginning of me showing my fitness. So yeah, the fitness was all there. And then from the trials all the way to the 20K, I kind of just tried to ride that fitness out and and have some fun with races. And I think in the 20K, it was kind of like stretching it just a little bit far, yeah. but I got through it. And um, and yeah, now it's time, time to reset. But yeah, I mean, I had all this fitness. I was like, I might as well cash in on it so it was a lot of fun that my coach was behind that and and got to got to run all those races
1: absolutely all
0: right so we have a game here we're going to ask you so you, you you're from Maine you grew up in Maine uh we're going to ask some questions about Maine and test your knowledge a little bit so there are 11 questions that are just oh basic facts about Maine. Uh, some are easier than others. Some are super easy. Some God, are a little. I was going to say, "Christ Almighty!" I don't know if they're basic. Well, they you'll see. So, so our question to you before we start: There's 11 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, how mm-hmm. many do you think that you'll get right out of 11? What's your prediction? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh my my dad is going to be very disappointed if i say anything less than 11 because he is like a die hard maner so i'd be curious you okay. know if he could even answer all these um but i don't know like <laughs> i'm like this is like in college like i would like go through and count like how many i knew i definitely got wrong so then, I would know
0: kind of. What hey, score that. that's, a, that's exactly what Jordan does. Oh my God. I know I got this one wrong. This one wrong. Do I still have enough right yeah. to make a, to make the grade? Do I color? still have
3: enough right to at least get like a seventy? Yeah, um, yeah. that's hilarious. I don't know. We'll so say like eight. eight. Okay, eight so
0: so now, Adam, do you think that she will get more than eight right or less than eight right? We're we're gonna take the the over under bet here.
3: Oh gosh. What do you if think? If oh.
0: I think eight was a good choice. Honestly, that's there's a couple okay, in there that are tricky, but that's really that's really yeah. fair. What you go, gonna go? Oh. It's gonna
3: be like super embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I know, say, oh, well, hopefully God. not. Hopefully I, for your sake, it's
1: not. Jake embarrassing. Is the first person, I gotta take the over.
0: Okay, so you think she'll get it? Say at least at, eight. right? At least like, eight. Okay, so I'll I'll hmm. I have to take the other side. I'll say you'll get less than eight right. I okay. I think you got the right the right bet here. So. I think they start off easy and maybe get a little harder as we go. So uh, okay. here we go. First one. What is the most famous seafood from Maine? Lobster. Okay. All perfect. right, there we go. We're on there the There we way. go. There's <laughs> one. So this is crazy. I didn't realize Maine produces 40 million pounds of lobster annually, which is 90% of the nation's supply of lobster. That's crazy. 90% wow. from one state. That's, I don't know. There's a lot wow. of coastal states. Yeah. Listeners, you're learning so much today. Uh, right. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Mr.
1: Durgan is going to be so hyped about this podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah
1: all right. Question number two What is the capital of Maine? Augusta. Okay. Easy, easy. <laughs> Quarter of the way there. <laughs> all right. Next oh gosh.
0: one.
2: What is the yeah.
0: population of Augusta? And we'll take, like, you know, pretty close within, say, like, like 5,000 or something, okay. I think is fair the population oh, of a i'm dog.
3: so i am so bad at this the population ugh, i don't know like uh, 20,000 oh
0: that's, that's, that's good close enough. Enough. Yeah, that's close it's uh, 18,500 is what
3: oh, uh, oh that's not saying. bad. Yep. Within five thousand is a big range for Maine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. cities are hard to gauge, in my opinion. Like twenty thousand yeah. or forty thousand, it's like I don't know. I don't. I can't
1: tell the difference. True. All right, next one.
3: I have a hard time with that too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. What is the total population of Maine? Um, See, I, would, I wouldn't know this for Illinois for sure. The total I, uh,
3: population, it's like like one hundred and twenty thousand.
0: <laughs> there that, there's an incorrect one, <laughs> <Me> one, <laughs> 1. 1.3 million So there is the What
3: were all those people Million <laughs> <laughs> a million
1: 1.3 million kidding? Yep. They're on all the islands.
3: So, <laughs> that doesn't, yeah, that must not, is that like, that can't be like year round people. That's got to be like, including all Massachusetts people that own houses there year round. It's probably closer to my number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well there first, first mistake that's so far. Wrong.
3: Yeah, that's very wrong. I don't, I do. I can't, I have no idea. That
0: was okay, bad. Here we go. We're. I think we're getting, yeah, this, this could go either way. So what is
1: the main state bird? the chickadee oh you got it yep yes. yep all right every every yeah. question is like oh I don't know if I should have chosen the over but still uh, through yeah no yeah
3: Yeah. I know no, no <laughs> that okay
1: okay uh, <laughs> what is Maine's state tree
3: the pine tree
1: yeah how yeah. do you know all this yeah you're
0: impressive I don't know this from my own state this is crazy. Okay, you do have I, some main points. I
3: mean, it's, pretty, it's pretty, that's pretty easy. Okay. Like,
0: yeah. Man, okay. Okay. The state fish.
3: The state fish? Oh, I know what I want to say, but that could be wrong. Um, it's, is it bass?
0: No, it is not. It is salmon. Okay, uh,
3: salmon. But yeah. I would not huh must be like lake salmon because i don't know how much landlocked
0: salmon. yeah lake salmon landlocked <laughs> so salmon yeah, yeah yeah
3: is that what it is it yeah. is
0: landlocked
1: yeah so yeah,
3: yeah.
1: okay
3: yeah. okay half a point half a point it's gotta it's gotta be like some type of lake fish is why i said bath but landlocked salmon okay whatever yeah. If, yeah close okay. enough that's basically okay. we're, a <laughs> we
1: or switching back to underhanders uh what is the largest city
3: the largest city is Portland.
1: Yes,
0: correct. Man, okay. So only two. So you can get one more of the next three wrong and you still get your eight. Okay. So let, let's see here. Uh, the number of main islands. And and we can do, oh gosh, let's do multiple choice here. So you got four options <laughs> okay. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, or 4,000.
3: Oh my gosh, that many. Oh, wow. Okay. That's yeah. insane. Uh, I'm gonna say three thousand.
1: That that's correct. <laughs> Dude, when in when in doubt, you just option C. I,
0: I know I I, <laughs> I, don't multiple, I should
1: have I should have made them like crazy like like
0: 20,000, yeah. you know <laughs> dang it yeah it's I think wow, it was technically that... like thirty one hundred um but yeah three thousand on the wow
3: I wonder if that, that I wonder if that's counting like islands like in lakes as well as like off the coast
0: that could be like yeah that. i don't yeah i don't know what the definite like how big
1: the land has to an be, be an has island to be. yeah no clue huh.
3: <laughs>
1: all right all right next question what is the highest mountain
3: um the highest mountain is um <laughs> katahdin
0: Yes. I I didn't know how to say that. So that's, I'm glad I wouldn't have said it like that. But yes, that is correct.
3: (laughs) It's Katahdin. I, okay. it's It's a very, people would be very upset with me, but I've never hiked Katahdin. But most, most people from Maine, that's like a big... Thing you do like hike katahdin yeah it's it's a what it's i like, hear is a very hard hike i'm yeah i'm not much of, of a hiker so
0: how hard could it <laughs> yeah be? i can't it's uh not it's not super high so it's uh it'd be easier than any but, of the colorado mountains and whatnot i guess i don't know how technical it is if it's like rock rocky or what yeah. exactly the terrain is like
3: yeah I don't know, but anyways, yeah. Put on your in, bucket like list.
0: Yeah, you'll have to okay. climb it uh, when your running career is is done someday, if you're in I the know. off season at some point.
3: <laughs> I still, I haven't even done Humphreys in Flagstaff, so.
0: Yeah, that's a bu- That's a bucket list one, I'd say. Well, mm-hmm. all the locals go. Well, all the tourists too. Yeah, it's it's, the, it's, the, it's the yeah. everybody. Everybody mountain.
3: Everyone. Yeah.
0: Okay, last one here. Well, you're gonna hit the A regardless. But let's see if we can make it nine. What national park is in Maine?
3: Um, what national park is in, See, this is so easy, but I like now I'm bank blanking on it, <laughs> which is so it's in Bar Harbor, Acadia, yes, Acadia.
1: Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. I was
3: like, I so bad. Cause I used to do when I was in college, they had a Acadia, it was like a running camp and we'd stay right near the national park. And anyways, cool. I was like a camp counselor for a number of years, but yes, Acadia, oh, cool. beautiful running trails and everything out there.
0: I bet. I bet. I've heard. So I've, yeah. I haven't been to Maine, and I've heard that it's one of the mm-hmm. most like under underrated, under talked about states and just how beautiful it is. So,
1: it's, yes yeah.
0: It is. It's just so it's so far away. I don't know. It's up in the corner. It's just so far away. It's I need up to in the <laughs> <laughs> got to make my way up there at some point. How many of these
3: you could, do? Yes, you would have gotten
0: for Illinois? How many of these would I've gotten for Illinois? Yeah,
1: or I guess for for Iowa.
0: For e- not n- nowhere near. I would have gotten like three I <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know the state maybe i could have got one of the
1: like state bird, state trees but yeah i wouldn't i, I think there's more there's more main pride yeah yeah a lot of Maine pride
3: <laughs> <laughs> i would be shunned from the state if i didn't get most of the, the the population questions i think i'll get a pass on because I'm not very good with numbers. So there you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you see yourself, uh, like trying to move back to Maine at any point in your life, uh, returning home or do you think, uh, especially now, I guess with the, the real estate and everything going on in the Flagstaff area, do you think that'll be kind of home for the foreseeable future?
3: Yeah. So definitely, um, not Flagstaff. So if I had it my way, I, yeah, if, if like, it was a hundred percent my way, I'd be living down here in the Valley and then training up in Flagstaff. So long-term, I think that Preston and I both have the same vision that we'll be in Arizona. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully living mainly down here a bit more and then just going up to, to Flagstaff. But, you know, for the next few years, if it's between Flagstaff and San Diego, that's can't complain about that either.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, live, living mostly yeah. there, you probably could call that a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego. Another. great Yeah. Spot.
3: Yeah. No, we're we're very fortunate because the Preston's parents live in Montana, but they have a house in Phoenix. So um, oh, like that's where I am right now. So we kind of have the best of both worlds. And then um ideally we'll eventually get our own place down here as well
1: nice so we always struggle to figure out a good name for the episode and i think Mm -hmm. for this one we should do my way with emily durgan and then we photoshop emily's face Mm -hmm. on frank sinatra Oh sure, sure. We'll we'll take it. Speaking, of, I think our audience might be too young to get the probably, to get the reference. Though is the problem. Probably, <laughs> you know? um, Speaking of completely random uh, things that come out of my mouth, what is or was your obsession with Mila Kunis?
3: did you go back and look at my very old
1: (laughs) what am i supposed i have i mean i don't have that much time but i've got time you don't
0: you don't have your own website so we have to like use the social medias you know and and, uh, scour
3: oh my gosh preston asked me that he's like he's like why don't you delete anything? So and you know so how like he a lot did of- <laughs> his
1: due diligence too. He yeah, <laughs> <a> good guy. <laughs> oh, he
3: he he has looked through my feed many many times, and I don't know. I I have never deleted anything off of any of my social media accounts. And that's really funny because every once in a while I'll have like a friend go way back and like tag me in like one of these ridiculous things I posted. But I'm like proud of who I was and who I am. So like, I like keeping it all. All my ex boyfriends, all my everything. Like, it's great, yeah. it's part of who you are my crazy mila kunis obsession i don't know i still love mila um yeah friends with benefits was like one of my favorite movies (laughs) i just think she's like so so cool and then now like with her like tiktok that she does um yeah just so funny she just i feel like she just doesn't take anything too seriously and they'll be like there was like this thing that came out about how she like didn't bathe like her kids. It was like a big like e news story. And then she like turned it into like this huge like joke about how she like doesn't wash her kids. Or she just I think she just like she lets she has fun with everything. So yeah, just yeah. a cool person. But that is very funny because I do have some very embarrassing things. And um yeah, if anyone wants to go look at them, have a look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I've never
1: deleted anything either, and I've no shame, whatever. I, it's there. I, no it, shame. It is what it is I think after like the first couple that I saw I was like oh she just like doesn't delete things because I remember at some point probably like late high school where I was like ah shit like I gotta I'm I gotta remove all this like damn you know who else does that is uh (laughs) sit and kick will always like post old shit on Facebook and I'm like I wish I kept the cringy shit that I put on mm-hmm. Facebook back in the day. Cause that would, that would have been gold.
0: It is gold. It's a gold mine to see where your brain was
3: at. It is. Oh yeah. Or like some of my old like tweets, um, that will come up. It's like, cause I don't use Twitter anymore, but some of the stuff I'm like, what was I even thinking? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everything, whatever. You can get in trouble for anything these days. So whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think by keeping everything, you're just like uncancelable because it's like, you're showing your receipts, tavern. You're like, no, like this is, this right. is my production. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah, yeah, <Exactly.
3: sighs> that's funny. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Me, Milo is
0: definitely my celeb crush for several years around the Friends with Benefits
1: era. So I can, yeah. I can, yeah, I can jive I with love that. Love that. Understand Yeah, that. she's she's awesome. <laughs> she's super cool. Um, back back to your gambling had, habits. Do you still buy lottery tickets? <laughs>
3: Was that on my old Instagram too? Oh my God. I've always, yes, I've always loved, I I don't know why. I, I've always loved lottery tickets. I, I mean, I guess that was something when I turned 18. Yeah. You went and did that same with scratch tickets. I've always loved, it's been a thing in our family. Like, yeah, you know, you do the scratch tickets on holidays um and then yeah so yes i we still do scratch tickets lottery tickets not so much i yeah it's not as fun at least scratch tickets i get to do something it's like it's like the machines i get to press the button you know (laughs) um whereas lottery tickets you don't get to do anything you just give the money and yeah but yes more into scratch tickets than lottery tickets
1: (laughs) and it's, it's mostly for holidays now
3: holidays yeah or you know sometimes if we're at the grocery store we'll just 20 bucks of, you know, then come home and yeah. And then if you win money, you buy more and
1: yeah.
3: uh, so, <laughs> my mom's going to listen to this and be like, Oh my gosh. But uh, so
1: that's, that's funny. Cause yeah. my, uh, at some point, probably in like 2010, my mom and I were on uh, some random trip where it was just like the two of us. And for whatever reason, since then, whenever we're on a road trip, we just like when we stop for gas, if there's a lottery machine or like a scratchy scratch ticket ticket where it's like yeah well like we paid $30 for gas and like I have a 50 so I'm going to buy some lottery tickets oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah yeah no it's more right it's just something something like fun to do I don't know whatever do you know like what's the
0: most you've in memory that you've won like from a single ticket or spot yeah yeah like what's the most you've won in one sitting $30. (laughs) $30.
3: Thirty dollars, <laughs> very low number.
0: Man, not yeah. great. Not yeah, not even not great. Not even no. like a thousand dollar one one time. Oh or no, yeah, yeah.
3: I think
0: I'm nope. net up nope. like
1: a couple hundred. There's no fans. way you're net up on scratch tickets. There's won, no I mean, way. So I, I won like five hundred dollars once, and then that's like crazy. Oh,
3: that's hundred
1: and fifty at different points, and that's then lost wild. like ever since probably. 2014 or something like that i've lost money
0: lost money i've never heard of. i've never like personally known anyone who's won hundreds of dollars at once it's always it's always like you win enough just to buy another like few tickets and then then eventually you just like kill the cycle like you just keep winning enough to get more tickets until you eventually just until you have no more money yeah until there's nothing (laughs) left yeah exactly
3: Yeah cuz most of like the $10 ones you'll maybe win like $5 or something like that. Yeah. Um I I never buy like the big big ones, but if you buy like the big like $20 ones, that's where you probably win more of the right. the bigger numbers, but yeah, I don't know. I always <laughs> yeah. Buy, I normally buy like the 3 and $5 tickets and then you win like a buck or two. So <laughs>
0: Man, I seeing you go to Vegas talking about lottery tickets. I want I, to go back to Vegas. Dude, I want to gamble. Yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to go back or or the or the casino that we went to near Scottsdale as well. Yeah, we went on a trip to Scottsdale. Which one did you have to do? oh. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, it was like I don't know five to t- maybe ten minute. Drive south of Scottsdale. Yeah. Something down Mm -hmm. there. Nothing special. Just a casino. There's a few uh, of them. Yeah. I filled the bug for the night to get get a little bit of gambling
1: in. (laughs) Do you and Preston ever get into sports gambling? Because speaking of the bug, that's what I've been trying to avoid recently. (laughs)
3: Oh gosh. Well, okay. So (laughs) he won't be too happy that I'm sharing this. In Vegas, yes, he did. He put yeah, he put money on the the football game that was happening on um Thursday night. I'm Mm. not big into sports, but anyways, yeah, he 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 lost it. <laughs> so we haven't really talked about it since. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh man! But it, it it made watching the game more fun, exactly. and like he explained it to me. Yeah, so he yeah, because he put it on like the under on the under. So like the overall score had to be like less, you know. Yeah. I mean, so basically, in his
1: defense, the yeah. under is always a lock.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't.
3: Yeah, it but,
2: wasn't. <laughs> except for when Tom.
3: <laughs> yeah, except for when Tom Brady is playing. Um, so yeah, but that's kind of it. But in it, it makes watching the game more fun because and then and then it was kind of like oh, so we're rooting against like both the teams. Like we don't want right. either of them to win. <laughs> yeah he's like yes (laughs) okay um uh, i don't i could care less about any of that but it it was fun to do when we were there because then we went and sat at like a sports bar and watched the game and yeah watched him sweat the whole time and Um. then it was over (laughs) we didn't make any money
2: (laughs) well if
0: if you need someone to talk to about it we're very good listeners you know we can we are yeah yeah we can talk it through with them you know give them some advice no (laughs) it's just okay
3: i yeah we we just didn't and get to eat dinner
0: that
1: night and it was fine <laughs> <laughs> it's either we win this game or this, this bet or so it, dinner so what you're saying is you wouldn't call that night that went your way it was it might have been Preston's way
2: okay. yeah <laughs> Fair
1: enough. you gotta give him a few
2: yeah
1: <laughs> I'm
0: hoping that someday exactly. he can bet on you racing mm-hmm. and make True. money yeah. off of you racing hopefully hopefully betting on the 2024 Olympic trials or something like. Who's going to get top three? And he puts all his money on you, and then you do it, and boom! He's he's rich. You're rich because you made the Olympic team. Just that—that'd be crazy. That'd be a night to remember.
3: That's what's going to happen. We only got three years, so
2: hopefully,
0: gotta legalize gambling really fast. Legalize gambling. Let's go.
2: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Should we get to a couple of closing questions here? Yeah. Let's fire it. it out. Okay. Cool. We'll just. Do some closing questions. Let our listeners get to know you a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. Make them up as we go. What do you? Oh, you, you see something funny on the list? I saw, I saw the last <laughs> one that you wrote. Uh. All right, let's go. Let's go easy here. What's the favorite place you've okay. ever lived or traveled?
3: Favorite place I've lived or traveled? Well, it has to be Maine in the summer because okay. that's just will always be my favorite place not year round Maine in the summer. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Easy. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> All right. Next question. Well, I'm going to make this a two part question. Go for it. Part number one, Duncan or Starbucks. Duncan. Okay. Very, sure. nice, very nice. Sure. And what is your coffee order?
3: At Duncan, just cold brew with oat milk.
1: Okay. Okay. Simple. simple. And simple. simple.
0: That's good. Uh, What's your go-to meal? Let's say, uh, yeah, you can have any meal that you want to celebrate You're a great race. What what would you get?
3: Barbecue pork fried rice from, it's like a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Oh, perfect. You know, like, okay. the, like it's like that red barbecue pork. Know, oh, who yeah. knows what it really is. But. Right. Of course.
0: <laughs> I see, I see a theme here. You're definitely into the Chinese food, the Asian food.
1: I, I like yeah. it. we had pretty good asian food in arizona we had really good asian food in scottsdale yeah
3: yeah Yeah. oh yeah we got some spots
1: um i mean i i just i have to ask it go Uh, for it would you rather have a dick for a nose (laughs) or a nose for a dick
3: (laughs) that's inappropriate (laughs) (laughs)
1: chris wrote it i asked it i put it on here as
0: a joke so that when adam read the show notes he would be like oh that's funny like look at that it was funny it was not intended to make the comment."
3: <laughs> i'm just kidding i can handle it um well because i'm a, like a, I identify as like a female i think that i'd rather have um a a a, a dick as a nose because then nobody would see it
0: <laughs> wait re- yeah. so reverse you'd dick rather have as a, a nose, nose as a dick. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> see i'm just so uncomfortable answering this question and i'm also can be like a little bit vain so like i care about what like the outward see so there you go yeah, have it hidden
0: <laughs> of course so adam you answer the question now that you asked it so, yeah. so, you, so you have a dick on your nose so everyone sees you and makes fun of you because so you have a just, dick on your it nose. Just,
1: is it reversed or is it the like do mm-hmm. I not – do I just have two noses? Do I have a nose for a dick? No, I think it's like you're – You're reversing places. I, I think it's
0: like you're replacing that object with – a, a dick yeah i, I did really, like think through this thing that
1: well a dick for a nose but basically nose so
0: if you have a nose a for a dick then then sex is the issue but if you have a dick on your nose then it's like everyone sees you and makes fun of you so like which would you prefer
3: right <laughs>
0: would you rather be made fun of all the time or so it'd be like you'd have two dicks basically or two noses how big is it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> is it, I mean, if it's like if you're, it's you're like saying, a, if it's still like, is no size? Is that what you mean? All I'm saying is size matters. <laughs> like, so you, so it would, it would matter if it like hangs
1: down below your chin versus is just like a little like stubby. Is that what you're I saying? Would think it, no, I think if it were, well, is it like indicative of of my other size? No, no, like- it, you,
0: whatever the other part you're not changing is the same on you as it is now. Just like you're replacing one of your parts. You're overthinking the question. Which I would you that, rather? I have? do that to every question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm probably gonna have dreams about this tonight. Unfortunately, which you'd rather? I think. I think I would have to just take
0: the dick on the nose and just have enough self-esteem to that would be stand
1: up to everybody. You eventually, just gotta like work. There it you out, go. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, you would, you would end up being like very famous, and you know, yeah, it'd yeah, be like true. a you'd be like globally known and all
0: that. So there is something to you're that you're kind of like a business woman. I know, can, yeah, I, I can monetize my, my weird appearance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> well, okay. You, you asked it. Wow. Okay. Uh,
2: here's another question
0: we ask all of our guests. Uh, so if you have one day left to live and you have infinite money, so you can literally do whatever you want, how would you like to spend the last day?
3: On the last day of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of grim, but, (laughs) or, or looked at, looked at differently. If you just have one day where you have infinite money and you can do whatever you want just for 24 hours, like what would you do just for that 24 hours?
3: Okay. So for that 24 hours, I would take all my friends and family on a very nice vacation, somewhere tropical and just hang out. And then. Um, give the rest of the money to all the homeless people that w- wish they could be doing something, but aren't. So yeah, everyone's people that are mentally sick and could be wow. doing something else. So that's hey, what I would do. Enjoy yes. myself and know that they're going to enjoy themselves.
1: This is the Beer Mile podcast. Stop being so wholesome. Keep that for run your mouth. <laughs> run your mouth.
3: But doesn't that's, it make you feel bad sometimes? And you're just like, gosh, like you know, like I understand yeah. people that are like, you know, that are just drinking or like doing drugs. But then there are the other percentage of people. They're just like, they just were dealt a really crappy hand. So if I could know everyone that was just dealt a really crappy hand, then that would be awesome. That's <laughs>
2: that's,
1: that's the like, first time we've ever heard that one. Yeah, every everyone, <laughs> yeah, no one's ever no, it's, no in a, in a good way. Yeah, yeah know, no one's ever seriously. no yeah. one's ever
0: taken the angle of I have infinite money. Uh, I can like do something with it besides just use it. I you know like everyone's taking the angle of I'm gonna whatever yeah do a take a private jet to the Bahamas and hang out that sort of thing, but no one ever thought of the well, you angle can do of you can, yeah you can do both you have endless money you can if you have endless,
3: yeah yeah I don't know I probably got that from from my dad because he definitely and to the point that I'm like sometimes I'm like okay because it's just like gets to the point that it's like every single because in Maine we have some panhandlers you know so every single yeah. stop sign he always gives like a couple of dollars and all this and like. He's like, who am I to judge? Like, I mean, they just might have been, you know. Yeah. So does yeah. So hopefully, water. I can do that. Yes, he does.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll, we'll have we'll have a beer with him someday. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah,
3: but no, that would be that would be awesome. So if I could do both, that would be the best.
1: <laughs> Love that. Okay, if you had, an, I don't, I don't know if you're like a boating person, but let's say you have unlimited money and you buy a boat, what would you name it?
3: Mm-hmm. What would I name my boat? Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's a hard question I love boating I was just talking to my dad because he was winterizing our boat and he's Mm -hmm. like in the process of hopefully getting a something new for next year we're lake boaters not ocean boaters um I don't don't know the only boat that we had that was named was big bamboo which is kind of funny but I don't yeah I don't know what I would need oh the I don't know the dergs that's the, one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the dirt. The dirty. Yeah. Be
3: a a really big nice cobalt. If you guys are boating people, it's a very nice boat. Man,
1: I'm, these, I'm these not main, a boating person. People are no. oh. so just yeah. something else, don't yep. I, <laughs> I,
0: I don't I don't want to be a boating person myself, but I need to meet more people mm-hmm. that are boating people because I need to find a friend with a boat. That's yeah. still my mission. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in like Chicago. Great lake, great place to boat, but I don't have any mm-hmm. boating friends and I'm still on the hunt. So, if anyone out there listening to this
1: podcast is from Chicago and has a boat, we will hit do, us up. We we'll will do, we will record a live episode on your boat.
0: when We'll bring all the beer, we'll bring oh. all the food. We just need the boat. We just need to come hang out on the well, boat. <laughs>
3: if you get up to Maine and come to Sebago Lake, then you can come so on um, the boat we're not like i said not ocean boating people we're lake boating people i don't so. respect
1: ocean boating people <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, good <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with the ocean it's just it's too big
0: it scares me i don't like it I it mean, is yeah some lakes are so big that they look like oceans that's fine but they Pence, don't have, Lake michigan they fear. don't have sharks in them yeah that, well, that's true mm. yeah less a little less scary to swim in yeah valid yeah right do you have any other closing questions that you want to ask are you are you asking me to make one up or it's up to you if you have another one that you uh want to ask you can Hmm.
1: otherwise we can end on a wholesome note oh i remember one okay Um, (laughs) if you could be any other professional athlete what sport would you play that is a good one
3: any other professional athlete yeah um yeah Pro- it, not not in track and field
0: not in track and yeah field. not I mean unless if you it, want to be well, like a thrower it, I know
3: or something. yeah
1: sure actually yeah, I would take thrower as and... an accepted result yes. yes yeah
3: I know no it isn't it isn't thorough but pole vaults I like oh. mm, and I just ah. feel like pole vaulters like female pole vaulters are just like beautiful and they're like strong and tall and muscular yeah. but they're not like they're not like skinny runners <laughs> yeah yeah there's somewhere in between so, just,
1: they're somewhere in between like lean and just like fucking ripped yeah yeah
3: yeah it's like beautiful humans um yeah so i mean if we're going off like looks but i also <laughs> think that gymnastics would be a, a very very hard but cool sport to be in i just yeah probably mentally a little bit exhausting starting at such a young age but yeah. it would be very humbling to be a gymnast as well.
1: I I think that gymnasts or like uh professional gymnastics are all photoshopped because I don't think it's physically possible to do all of that stuff. It's nuts. Yeah. It would. Yeah, it, it would be very cool. rewarding
0: to be able to do what they do for sure, and and uh, yeah. yeah, compete like at the Olympics, and everyone's yeah. like literally everyone is, in the world is watching. Um, um, plus, it would be
1: really cool to be a gold medalist in, how, in gymnastics. I'd how would nuts. you feel if they like made an, a like literally a track event that was like, oh, this is the Emily Durgan steeplechase thing? You know, like how they did with uh,
3: oh, with oh, yeah. Uh, Simone yeah yeah it's yeah, yeah. like yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I think uh I think we can wrap it up there. <laughs> Dude, that was the best that was <laughs> the best cut to any podcast ever. Well, well,
0: well. Well, so
3: anything. So you yeah.
0: Thank you thank for you. coming on. Uh yeah, glad we glad we figured out all the technical difficulties. This is Adam and I's first time back uh doing this in my condo together with the green screen and we kind of forgot how we set everything up, so it took us a second. Yeah, so uh, Chris has
1: been cheating on me with his wife for a couple <laughs> months. So it's been upsetting. Yeah. Away from home.
3: You, you, got, you got the boot. Yeah, I'm glad that I was able to come on. And I when I was driving down, I listened to to a few of the older pods oh god to, no.
0: oh god <laughs> which older go are we talking about here which oh, oh which no no no
3: not super i listen i listen to millie's um oh yeah okay, yeah that okay. wasn't that was like a few months ago yeah, yeah in this yeah. i every once in a while i just i i like to go listen to mainly people that i'm close with so i just think it's funny to hear how they talk on podcast yeah exactly <laughs> compared to like how you know them you know right yeah um yeah so sure. that was cool. But anyways, I I I can go even further back cuz you did it to me on Instagram, so I'll go way back now.
0: <laughs> oh no. Yeah, go go find yeah. something that we said way back when that's going to get us canceled and just air it out, air it out for everyone to see. Dirty long. Dirty long.
3: Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect.
0: Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, we're, we're looking for I guess it'll be a little while until we see you race again, but looking forward to uh, seeing your progress over the next couple of years and ultimately making
1: that Olympic team in 2024. Yeah. We'll hit, we'll hit you guys up awesome. in Arizona, probably mostly to golf, but we could get some runs in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe running, but mostly yeah. golf. <laughs> uh,
3: we would love that, but thanks so much for the support guys.
1: Of course. <laughs> you know, it's better than fishing. What's that? Boats and hose.
0: Boats and hose.
1: Yeah, not not like uh, what you water your garden with, but uh, like hose, not the garden tool, but hose Wait. and boats Mo- on boats specifically. Again, we really need the three hundred and sixty cam here to just capture the audience. Uh,
0: man we got we have a we're back, <laughs> live. We're the, back to having the great a live thing audience. about being in the studio is we're back to having a live audience and we we love the live audience you know it gets us hyped keeps us on our toes they get to see all the uncensored cuts that don't make the final cut here oof yeah director's cut uh is a lot more fun than the whatever um
1: the degenerate the youtube
0: approved <laughs> cut yeah i don't know uh, whatever you want to call it but that was a great conversation, wasn't it? It was fun. That was it actually really was fun. It was good fun. It was fun. Now I want to number one go grab a sledgehammer and hit up Preston and be like, "Yo, which which house needs all the cabinets destroyed?" You know, just help him out. Do some free demo. Hit work. him up. And then, I, I want
1: golf lessons, DBH. Go, okay, That's golf lessons. I,
0: so I guess I want three things. Golf lessons and then number three being be on the boat in Maine with yeah, Mr. Durgan. Yeah. But yeah, definitely golf lessons. We get absolutely owned.
1: You know what we should have asked is if he ever went by Dirty Durgs. Mr. Durgan? Yeah. Oh, that? Pick, picture him like with with, the, with his frat boy. I like don't a, know if he oh, was in a frat my, boy. <laughs> my picture of, of Dirty Durgs as according to her father would be like some guy with a handlebar mustache on like a fucking Harley and just like
2: oh, rolls up like into it. an
1: old Western bar. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. Dirt. <laughs> hey, brother. That's kind of that's actually just Hulk Hogan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's beautiful. OK, let's let's talk about this week's beer of the week. The beer review here. We are back with the local
1: goose Island's man.
0: The the, the, the goosey boy. Um Goose is loose. I guess that's Yardin-A-Goose. But hey, the local Chicago brewery that's now owned by Big Corporation.
1: Opinion on uh, Yardin-A-Goose, not DNC. He's an
0: Olympian. No, I'm just kidding. Not my
1: Olympian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't have an opinion. If the dude's
0: hurt, he's hurt. If he can't run, he can't run. You know, I'm not going to like shit on him and say that he's a wuss because right, he didn't thought,
1: run. All right. I thought, I thought I had you in a few beers and you'd start talking shit, but it's fine. No, it's fine I got
0: no fine. shit to talk. He did what he made the decision for him that he had to make. Regardless. I trust the dude. He's a smart dude. He goes to Notre Dame. He knows what he's doing. You know,
1: Notre Dame props. Shout out, Shout out Bailey Myers. Shout
0: out Bailey. The, uh, yeah, I guess she, she declined. So if you go back to, episode, I think it's 24 of the Ball podcast. We interview her to start working with us and she declined our offer. So we, we matched the offer that Notre Dame gave her and, and she, she said they
1: have more clout than we yeah, do. And
0: then basically she was like, well, but for clout, like Notre Dame's better. And we were like, okay, fine. And That's then it's kind of fucked. Yeah. So whatever, you know, we tried, we, we gave her a competing <laughs> yeah, offer and she declined
1: us. Bailey and, Sh- and Shaylee
0: Bailey and, Bay- <laughs> <Bayla> and Shaylee <laughs> hey, you guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy Bailey <laughs> <Bayley. laughs> Yes you're you're on the right track keep going keep going <laughs> Bailey and Shayla if you guys want to ditch us that's fine if you want to go be successful that's fine, but never never give up the dream, you know? Keep the triple L close to the heart. Triple L for life, y'all.
0: What do you think of the Oktoberfest from Goose Island? The German style... Mar- Marson? Marson? The German style Marsen.
1: I don't know how the Germans say their words. Oh, I don't either. 5.7%.
0: 5. Only... 5.
1: You know what the only German words I know are? Nine. Oh. Uh, I know some other words, but the first one that comes to mind is uh, Du bist wunderbar. Oh Wunder- no! Du, du bist miss Wundishen?
0: Oh, danke <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great, great, great memories. Shout out, great yeah! Play. Shout out,
1: Coco. Shout out, Pete Julian. Um, are they actually called Pete's Dragons? No, no that's it's a joke. Okay, cool. It's totally that's a joke. Cool. Pete's Dragons. That's <laughs> it's no, it's it's, a cool. Joke. it's cool. It's
0: cool. No, it's, it it would have been cool if. Someone else didn't already do Dragon Energy. So any, anyway, we're not getting into that today. Oktoberfest. <laughs> what do we think on the taste and drinkability and X Factor of the Goose Island Oktoberfest? Out of Chicago. Hmm.
1: I think it's pretty good. I'll just say that. I think it's pretty good. Taste, I would give it a 6.9.
0: Six point nine, yep.
1: Drinkability, I'd give it like a nine. A nine, yeah. I mean, for for an
0: Oktoberfest, for, an for sure, it's, it's like a nine. Yeah.
1: That's fucking dangerous. It is easy. very easy to drink. Like I, I, wouldn't justify buying a keg of most beers, but no questions asked would buy a keg of this.
0: Yeah, no, this is, this is absolutely doable. I'm with you. Six six point. I almost give it a more than that. Maybe seven seven point four two zero on the. <laughs> Drink on the taste. Drinkability, let's go. Yeah, I mean, nine compared to other Oktoberfests. We'll give it like an 8, but it's a not, solid 8. And uh,
1: generally, do you not think Oktoberfests are drinkable?
0: No, they are. They're like they're on the more drinkable end of the spectrum, gotcha. but they're still not. like They're like a 3 to 4.
1: Compared to other types of beers?
0: Compared to. So like an IPA is like 1 to 2 beers that you're like. Oh, you would have one to two. Oktoberfest okay. is like maybe three to four, okay. and then you know your lager is like what you know whatever.
1: I would, I would the, put, the limit
0: does not exist. The,
1: <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> I I don't know. I would put Oktoberfest like in the six to eight category.
0: Okay. I mean, if you're having yourself a day, I mean, with this one, sure, sure. Goose Island did did well on the. Why
1: isn't a beers like? saying or tagline have yourself a day i feel like that would like pbr have yourself a day edition would sell would out do so well. fast i mean
0: the harrier trademarked it so good for do them. They, do that they I, oh, I don't okay. know okay I, I was gonna it, say
1: that's fucking savage they, they trademarks, it, so. trademarks are kind of expensive
0: yeah no good good for them they they uh kind of are taking that on as their saying there but uh the only thing other thing so this is weird Oktoberfest like I think I'm influenced by the time of year that they are out. You know, October, obviously. Uh, it just it just tastes like the color orange to me. Is that weird?
1: Hold on, like I whenever whenever out, I,
0: I drink an Oktoberfest beer, I'm just like it tastes like it would look orange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. I think my, whatsoever, but I, I that's think how my I feel. IQ like. has
1: dropped so much that I'm like, you know, I think this tastes like the color blue. Well, that's what the can that's looks what like. It, that's what it tastes like, though. I told you my <laughs> IQ has <is> dropped. <laughs> wow,
0: we're sufficiently lubricated at this point in the episode. Yeah. It's I'm, been a fun mm-hmm. night recording. Yeah. Any any other? Oh, I guess my X factor for Goose Island is I'm done buying it forever. Do you want to know why? Why the head brewmaster there? I don't, I don't know what titles are in brewing, but lead brewer or whatever head brewmaster, whatever you call it, he left. He w- he was uh, on our he's on our running club, and he's been there for six, seven, eight years as the lead brewer. And he left two months ago for the company that owns White Claw and a bunch of other shit. Oh, so so like. I think he got sauce some dough.
1: Yeah, I would feel differently if it was for another beer company.
0: Well, they are. They have beer in their portfolio, but it was like it was weird. It was a lot of just mainstream stuff. Mm. Uh, But anywho, I don't trust their beers anymore. My guy's gone. They're going to all taste like shit.
1: Unless they sponsor us, they might taste. Yeah, they,
0: uh, they will taste better if uh, I'm getting a cash in a check as <laughs> I'm drinking it. <laughs> so I, you could I could be persuaded that Dude, it is the best beer in the world.
1: I, when it's, I guess actually related to talking with Emily, um, I, when we were kind of I, w- I was joking about the, the, the scratches with uh the brands and coaches scratching off the map of of those that she's been involved with i would be honored to have a brand scratch off where we just work through <laughs> where
0: we work, work through, through them all of them yeah oh let's go let's go we've got under armour scratch scratch it off what's next cuz where, like where's who's sliding in next and then beers yeah we got our beer list we got our shoe sponsor list we got cuz our- you don't
1: want to call people like oh you're like a, a sponsorship slut. but like i would I would gladly take that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Title. My goal sure. is to
0: run through h- at least a couple hundred. Like that's <laughs> the goal. <laughs> let's let's go through all of them and see what's best out there, you know? <laughs> No, that's why we're sticking with Manscaped. We've stuck with them for several months because they are the best. They're like literally the best.
1: Stick with Manscaped so your balls don't stick to you. Like, I mean, that's... By the performance (laughs)
0: underwear. There's there's no one that competes with Manscaped that's going to take over that like sponsorship area from us. Like, there's there's no one else that's going to make sure that my nuts don't get cut up as I shave them, you know, like Manscaped does. Like, yeah, just the reality.
1: Dude, their nose trimmer pretty hype so easy you just stick it up there
0: trim 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 done no nose hair sticking out for a couple weeks yeah Boom. easy
1: yeah just kind of so like simple blast my nose holes and, and it's like good. 20
0: bucks or something 20 yeah. 30 bu- it's like it's super like a, cheap it's a no-brainer it's just yeah. like uh you don't even think about it one click you know so manscape beer mile 20 off free shipping worldwide our opinions are our own it's <laughs> not financial advice
1: I what is it? Uh tweets and opinions are my own. Is that what people do on Twitter? What's the oh, forewarning?
0: Tweets and uh, yeah, tweets and opinions are my own.
1: Yeah. Not not representative not re- of, <laughs> yeah, of my at Nike or yeah,
0: my brand. Yeah. 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 the like, Wall Street Journal. Of,
1: I'd like company. to say that we represent Under Armour. Oh, I mean, we
0: represent them well. We're crushing it. We're wearing Under Armour stuff right now. We're well, we just fell behind, but we were leading the number of signups. So, yeah, more—I mean, more clout than any other running podcast. So, I mean, what are you gonna say about that? If,
1: if you, I'm gonna say, if you've listened this far and you get a friend or relative or whoever the fuck, you get somebody to sign up, we should still enter them until like a giveaway.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could probably—I could probably get Under Armour to give away some more shoes. If okay. it's proving successful. Yeah. they they're their they're business. They care about numbers. You, and so if I say, "Hey, I'll get 20 more people to sign up if you give away another pair of shoes."
1: They'll should, do it. We'll do either way, we'll do either that or we'll do a giveaway from the Beer Mile shop itself.
0: Yeah. Tell all your friends and family, send us screenshots proving that they signed up, and you will get something. Literally, you
1: want I I told my father-in-law, I was like, "Hey, just like walk the dog to Starbucks." Yeah. That's a mile. Yeah. That's Count all it's it. all you gotta do.
0: Literally, we just need we just need that one mile GPX file. That's it. It's easy. We're gonna get that fifteen thousand dollars to charity.
1: Fucking for... send it. So anyway, ISIS, you know, they might have taken it. We might have pulled out from Afghanistan, but the Beer Mile podcast, we do not pull out.
0: No, we don't give up on anybody. We we are here for our listeners, our loyal listeners, our loyal Fellow members of the Beer Mile Strava Club, our fellow runners, we're here for you every day, every week, every uh, for another year. We're celebrating our one year here soon for the Beer Mile podcast.
1: And do okay. What's the real? What's the real
0: date? So the real date for the Beer Mile podcast, I think, was like October twelfth. I believe was our first ever episode. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was October twelfth. <laughs> we we've we've talked enough shit for tonight. We're going to close out. See you later. If you want to recommend a guest to come on the podcast, well, make an introduction if you know the person or uh, hit us up on Venmo at beer mile. Uh, I think that's, I mean, that's basically it. Or make a recommendation in your Apple five-star review. What's our record
1: for Venmo? We're, we're doing pretty hot, right?
0: We were for a while. We had a few people hitting us up on Venmo for a while. Now we just,
1: in terms of, uh, people who have recommended somebody and that we've actually converted oh, so to we've show. gotten
0: everyone but two we did not get evan yeager um but nobody gets evan yeager so it's yeah. not like it's our fault and then the other one was is lyle o'brien which we've been in contact with to get on we want to do it in person it, ha- it didn't work out timing wise so w- we're still figuring that out. but we're still gonna we're gonna come through on it on lyle so Basically, very good. Seventy-five
1: percent. We, 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 I mean, that's better than we what pull I averaged so in college. You,
0: yeah. If you if you recommend it, we'll make sure it happens. That's the the beer mile stamp of approval.
1: Hell yeah! You have any words of wisdom? No words of
0: wisdom, man. If you if you don't sign up for the Under Armour all Out Mile when it's free, then I I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's my, word, my words of wisdom. Do something that's good for you it and is, good for the children. Good for charity. Yeah, it is do actually. The under Armour all out mile.
1: There's not a lot of things that are free that well, actually do good I things. I mean, nothing's
0: free. They Nothing. got your email address. Right, they're right. going to maybe they, send
1: you some emails. But, but it's also I mean, whatever. under Give Ooh, them a burner. We yeah. like. The,
0: <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not like we Under like Armour is going to like destroy you and yeah. spam you. Like if you choose to unsubscribe later, it's not like they're going to be like, ah, nope. selling yeah, that email yeah. everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah, it's for a good cause. I, it, is that even like a, a, a com- competition where you're like, "Oh, my charity's better than yours"? But I think I think we've got a good one in mind. So we
0: definitely have a good one in mind. No, I like if we lose the money on getting to donate to our charity of choice. I'm sure whoever wins is going to donate to a good charity. But it's also like, come on, we're competitive. It's like. We are the best community out there,
1: so we deserve I mean, percentage, to win. Per- Percentage-wise, for for listeners and visitors to the site, like I think we're the most loyal. Yeah, we're definitely loyal. For Sure. Yeah. These these hoes ain't loyal. Words of wisdom. Wait, you mean they is is loyal? These hoes ain't loyal. Is there a these song that hoes says ain't these?
0: Loyal no yeah so whenever 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 (laughs) that song comes into my head i always like sing it out loud uh and i always sing it as these hoes are loyal oh because the hoes
1: are loyal of course they are boats and hoes i support my hoes beer mile nation sign up for the under armor all out mile (laughs) these hoes are loyal (sighs) enjoy those boats and hoes i don't know